Boom. Hi, everypony. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod, an episode-by-episode review of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, the podcast by two married adults who love this show in spite of their children. Pony, and welcome to our very special season two wrap up. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Yep. Wrap it up, I'll take it. We've made, oh gosh. Oh, okay. We've made it through 26 episodes and it is time to take a look back and see what we've learned. 26 already? Yeah. I mean, first season had 26, but yeah, we've already, got, we've already flown through season two and season three only has 13 episodes. <sighs> So, I mean, we're going to be at Equestria Girls before you ever know it. Kind of a relief, honestly. A little bit. It's kind of like we keep seeing, okay, season eight's about to start, or actually by the time this airs, season eight will have started. <laughs> and just like, we have so far to go. <laughs> like, we're only right here, but it feels like we're really getting into, like, we're so close to what we already know to be a big big turning point for the series. So it's really great to get there. Got any general thoughts before we jump in? Uh, my general statement is that season two is definitely better than season one. Light years better. And season one's not bad. No. But season two is kind of incredible. Yeah. So just like our season one wrap up, we're going to start off with our favorite moments for each of the main six plus Spike. And who are we going to start off with? Well, we have to start with main number one, Twilight Sparkle. There's a couple here that are in play. I have several. I have several, I, too. I couldn't narrow it down. Well, I can. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to give an honorable mention here mm-hmm. to Star Swirl the Bearded. Okay. Just because it's so Twilight's character, and I so empathize with being the person with the way too specific costume that nobody understands. Are you talking about your Elvis Costello costume? Yeah, that... <laughs> That, amongst other things. I had other ones that I tried to do. I'm the person who will go all out and plan it and then realize nobody understands what the hell you are. And that's Twilight in this. Mm-hmm. And that is the epitome of overachiever Twilight. It's too specific. There are two complete emotional breakdowns by Twilight mm-hmm. in this season. And you know what? I waver back and forth, but I've got to go with It's About Time. Oh, okay. The time traveling episode. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's I so that a Twilight. Bit. It is to freak out about something that does not matter over and over again, except that her future self has traveled back in time to tell her something to not worry about this thing that doesn't matter. But she can't. She can't listen she can't to not. herself because yeah. she's too curious about somebody traveling back in time to tell her something. Mm-hmm. Uh. It it scratched my sci-fi itch just just a little bit, and at the same time, it was just so quintessentially Twilight Sparkle of trying to desperately figure out all the different things leading to this magical plan that wasn't anything. Yeah, spruless. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. My first thought was that I loved Twilight talking as the sandwich. In episode 25, which that is one's Canterlot good. Wedding Part 1. Ooh, just like, I love, this whole life-changing thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a little bit of Twilight that we don't see very often, like the mocking Twilight. Angry Twilight. Yeah, bitter. Bitter's probably a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I, I really, really liked uh, episode three, lesson zero, where Twilight is just 
panicking about a lesson. That was my other almost choice. Like, that was so funny and so Twilight. Yes. And just, I'm totally guilty of panicking over something as stupid as that. And that's also where we, okay, the doll that she animates, that the name is Smarty Pants, because I rewatched it earlier today. Uh-huh. That's the doll that is now Macintosh's. Oh, that's right. Because we couldn't remember. We were talking about it in another episode. Smarty Pants. It's uh, Macintosh's secret love. It is now. But I really think I'm going to have to go with episode four, Luna Eclipsed. Really? You're going with Star Swirl. It's not Star Swirl. It's the, I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going to lecture her. (laughs) It's that line. It's that line. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's that, okay, I, I, this is what I'm going to, it reminds me of the winter wrap up episode where she's just like, what am I good at? Oh yeah, I'm good at organizing things. Of course. I'm good at lecturing. Hmm. It, it also, I, I identify that with that in, it's like, oh, what am I, oh, I'm good at stage managing. I'm going to organize the shit out of this to-do list. And tell people what to do. I'm really good at that. Yeah. I just had to go with the breakdown. Watching Twilight freak out exposes all of the internal things going on inside of Twilight. True. True. And when that happens, then you start to realize, you start to realize what sort of problems are there. Mm -hmm. And not, I'm not trying to go completely psychoanalysis on it, but you know, there's this, there's this compulsion to have everything organized and know the answers and, and have all this stuff. And in line. And I think, honestly, that's probably because I kind of relate to that a little bit. Oh, if you were anybody in the main six, you'd be Twilight. I know, right? You would be. I really would. It's okay, because I would be our next pony, Applejack. <laughs> I would. I just know that. And Applejack doesn't get a lot of love. She's kind of boring. Well. I, I Well, I think it's because she's just very matter-of-fact and practical. She's a sidekick. She's not a sidekick. You take that back. Well, often she's pitted as the sidekick in the in the story Actually, of other ponies. Okay. I have it down as a fact. The Applejack gets more Applejack focused episodes than Twilight Sparkle. True, but we haven't gotten there yet. True. Like I think right now, oftentimes that's the role she's pitted in. And I think later on we no, might get more. I think and more it's of that. Uh, it's in part the whole merchandising thing. Oh. She's not as marketable as the rest of them. I, I had to give an honorable mention to Ponyville Confidential. Mm-hmm. Yup. Nope. <laughs> Where she, she does her Big Mac impression. You girls all be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> I was just funny. Yes. But if I if I got to go with it, it's the last roundup. Mm-hmm. It's everything about how honest Applejack is, how she can't face down failure. Mm-hmm. That she has all this pressure built up on her because of who she is. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, we finally get to see that little bit exposed in her of there's a crack here. And the crack is that the weight of the world is kind of on her all the time. Maybe not the world, but Sweet Apple Acres for sure. Well, she bought into the Ricky Bobby too much. If you're not first, you're last. I know, right? Yep. And she has to learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. And so I... I really enjoyed that. It's it's a real big moment of growth for Applejack, which you don't always get in these. A lot of times, mm-hmm. she's not the one of the sole focus learning the lesson. <laughs> because I think I know what oh, yours is. Oh, you know is. what my, my favorite, because I've talked about it since we've been to the episode. And, and what is that moment? It's episode 15, the super speedy cider squeezy 6000. Dear Princess Celestia. Celestia. I could tell you that your friends will always vote, but guess what? I already knew that. I didn't learn anything. 
I love that. I just do. I love that we had an episode that was focused on Applejack. And you know you're going to get some lesson. And that from the very beginning, she knew what was right. She was steadfast and strong. And she just knew, like, I understand that this is going to take time. And I'm not, like, there's no point in playing if we're going to cheat. That's Applejack. Absolutely. And I really do love that there was a moment where they allowed her to be, they allowed a lesson to be like, I already knew that. I didn't need to learn that again. I'm good. Well, it's a twist because they, they, they do state the lesson and we do talk about it. Yeah. But it's not like I this is anything that. new for her. No, I love that. And that's, that I is do. perfectly her. It yes. really is. It's exactly why I didn't choose that. Because you knew it was my favorite because I've been repeating it a lot. Of course I did. <laughs> All right. How did you do? What did you think of Rainbow Dash? Well, I do love any time Rainbow Dash has to force Fluttershy into anything. Oh, those those are... We had a lot of that this season. Fun cartoon adorable. moments where she's shoving her around. I gotta go with... I'm an egghead. Oh, that's mine too. Right? Yeah, I just... I... Okay, I love reading. I'm a big, big do- book nerd. Uh-huh. I thought I would go into publishing at a certain point. So I love it anytime we talk about people discovering, enjoying reading. And I, I just... Rainbow Dash being so concerned that she has to hang up her daredevil ways because she likes a book is so absurd and I love it. But it's Rainbow Dash. I know it's Rainbow Dash, but I just love it. I could have gone with the pets and the turtle stuff. Maybe. But I think that this is where she like grew. It's like, oh, I can still be who I am, but also do these other things too. Rainbow Dash. I don't have to be one thing. Rainbow Dash has some of the same Applejack issues of we haven't seen a whole lot of growth yet because Mm -hmm. there hasn't. She's she's sort of been a secondary character to the other main six. She spurs stuff on in other people. Well, they all do that. True. It just depends on whose story it's supposed to be. I mean, maybe one other one is Hurricane Fluttershy, where she's pushing Fluttershy and trying to coach her in mm-hmm. and has to. One thing you see in her, she has to adjust her style. You know, I, I do like that we see her being more gentle with Rainbow. Like, just understand, like, look, I know this is how you are, Fluttershy, but we got to do this. Like, she's not trying to make her be just like Rainbow Dash. Exactly. She she She's, realizes she put on the kid gloves for her, and I I do like that. Well, and she sees like I I'm not going to be able to convince you if I just go this normal route with mm-hmm. you. So that's that's another good one. But it's got to be I'm an egghead. I think it's just it's the best. Just, okay, what about Fluttershy? We had a lot of good Fluttershy this season. I have the line here. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh, really? You want a pet? Really? Because I've got so many wonderful choices at my house. Oh, and I know you'll just love them, and they'll love you, and you'll be best friends forever and ever. And she's not saying it in her meek voice. She's saying it in her loud voice. Oh, my gosh. What? Yes, a pet. I have that. all of that, plus this the song she sings. And the song. Yeah. Like and the, everything. Like, we get, like, okay, Fluttershy's so soft-spoken and high and Fluttershy and like animals and singing and everyone to be happy but no she is full on talking it's the most excited she's ever been about anything oh absolutely oh i it's it's the best fluttershy i really almost did putting your hoof down because aggressive fluttershy is funny well we get it in the two-part premiere too with discord she's she's mean and and vicious as well i know but we got like really vicious with the putting your hoof down but this oh, yeah. is just so fun fluttershy while also crazy uh-huh 
Yeah, no, I love that. I think, doesn't she tackle Rainbow Dash when, when she says this? Oh, pretty much. This is episode seven. May the best pet win. win. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. All right, so we have two of the same. Uh-huh. What about Pinkie Pie? Chimichurri? <gasps> Chimichanga! Oh, no! Chimichurri? Chimichanga! We, okay, we did not compare lists. We didn't. We did not. And I have the exact same thing. I have Chimichurri, Chimichanga. And I also do, like, the whole, like, you Pinky promised! I love the fact that they decide that the only way to attack her is to bring out the big guns. To annoy the shit out of her till she breaks. Yeah. Yeah. It's pinky torture. The main six understand that the only way to really torture someone in their group is to sick pinky pie on them. So great. And to just talk them through it. Oh my god, that's so funny. So, so far, three out of five, we've had the exact same one. And that's basically a meme. It was for a while. I remember it being a big deal. I just, I couldn't. I Maybe couldn't I'll use it. that as my image for all of my social media posts for this episode. I think I might have to do that. Her on the on the mm-hmm. track there? Yep. And finally. Rarity. <laughs> What's your favorite rarity? Between the two of these that I thought about, mm-hmm. I mean... Ponyville Confidential just has the funniest line. Which one is that? I will enter. <laughs> okay. Um, just when she when she's mm-hmm. you know gossip's just fine. No, I will enter. <laughs> um, it's Sisterhood Social. Oh yeah. I really had to. It, she spends the bulk of the episode kind of being a pain, being a pain and not even so much being a pain, but she's trying to do her thing. She's trying to get along mm-hmm. and sweetie Belle is just in the way and mm-hmm. she can't get around her. And then once she finally realizes what the problem has been, mm-hmm. the fact that she lies in mud, completely covered, mm-hmm. runs this whole dirty race, which she hates doing. Yep. And it's uncouth. But goes through the whole thing, realizes what she has to do for her sister, and then goes to such lengths to get her to hide that she did it until the very end. That's huge. And that's such a huge moment for her mm-hmm. character that it it was like, all right, you do belong here, Rarity. We're going to prove it as we get along. But you you are yes. valuable to the main six. She did not earn a point that episode. It was a neutral episode. It was, but she redeemed herself at the end. But it's really interesting that after that, I don't remember any lost points after that episode, and she started gaining. No, she gained for uh, the secret of my excess when with the spike, with spike. Ep- spike episode. She gained for that, and I think it was the following episode. It was um, putting your hoof down. Was it putting- yeah. Because of how she defends. Oh, um, yeah. Pinkie Pie and, and herself yeah. stands up to, to Moon yeah. Fluttershy. She got two full points. Um, In a real way, that feels like a real turning point for her character. Maybe. I think where you start to see, yeah, she's still rarity. She's still full of drama. Yes. But her generosity is being honed and, and she's really starting to fight for the things she actually believes in and doesn't want to just, you know, hurt people. Hmm. Well, I did consider that episode. But it just wasn't my favorite. That's fine. It wasn't my favorite rarity moment. No. Um, I do really love that. I'll ruin her. <laughs> I'll end her. It was. It's just worth mentioning. Okay. But I think my absolute favorite from the season is episode 24, the mystery on the Friendship Express. I wear false eyelashes. 
And I, I ate a piece of that cake. <laughs> like, to me, that encompasses rarity. That's that a good she, one. She would be more embarrassed that people knowing that she's wearing false eyelashes, which, like, no shit, Sherlock, than she would be about eating her friend's cake. Like, that's the problem. Well, and using that, I would also think about um, the Canterlot wedding when she finds, when she faints the first time after she finds <laughs> out she's going to design funny. the dresses. And then faints again after she finds out Shining Armor is the captain of the Royal oh, Guard. God. But as she's fainting, uses her magic to pull a pillow over to faint on. Yeah, a fainting couch. That is rarity in a nutshell. Pretty much. So last season, end of season one, she was at a rarity rating of number three. Now uh-huh. remember, for those of you who may not know, we have to get to a 10 in order for me to decide that rarity gets to stay as a pony because I do not like her. I don't know what happens when we get to 10. Maybe that's when I'll get my My Little Pony tattoo. I don't know. Uh, this is news? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about that today. <laughs> what, hap- what happens if we get to 10? I mean, I'm going to get the, the tattoo anyways, but like that would just be the excuse to do it then. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, so we ended season one with Rarity at a three, and we end this season with Rarity at a five. So she gained two points. That's pretty good. I'm starting to think she might she might make it pretty soon. Well, season three only has 13 episodes. I, so you'll be true. lucky if she gets to a six. You never know. You never know. But I, it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Like, like I said, it's just it. It is interesting, and not from not from the silly perspective. And Equestria Girls does not count for points. No, it, it does is a not. Separate at line. All. It does not count against points either. I will totally yeah, add on to that. That's fine. She cannot lose points for Equestria Girl, but she cannot add them for it either. So we'll just have to wait and see. I I, I find it interesting that she's starting to gain steam as we get into the second season. Nah. You're not buying it. Nah, I'm skeptical. Well, don't we have, like, one other little ruffian we got to talk about here? Yeah, we've got one more. Our main six sidekick, Spike. Well, I do like how he messes with Twilight during It's About Time. That's pretty fine. The ice cream. Ice cream. I'm just going to eat this ice cream. You're not going to move at all? That's future Spike's problem. Yep. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it's when Spike finally tells Rarity how he likes her. It's episode 10, Secret of My Excess. Mm-hmm. I put when he gave her his uh his ruby. Oh, I forgot about that too. Because like I've been saving it and I've been you know I've been making sure it's ripe or whatever. And he's just like, and then he sees how much Rarity loves it and he gives it to her. Oh. Um, that was just like, oh, I mean, I like when he tells her that he loves her, or he likes her, and but she interrupts him because like she knows, yeah, she's weird. But I like that. She, I don't think she really takes advantage of that. No. I think that was really more of a turning point. Yeah. Because it's like, Spike is somebody who, like, yes, he adores me. I get it. But I'm not going to let anyone take advantage of him. Right. But no, I, I loved that he gave it to her. That's so sweet. That was, I mean, he only had two Spike-centered episodes, and the Dragon Quest episode is not that great. It was not good at all. So... Like, it's funnier for Twilight and Rainbow. It's... Like, it's... Like, in the dragon Them costume. in the fake dragon is funnier than... We're, we're not letting him go by himself, right? No. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's, that's the funny part. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to move into some things that we did not like about this season, or some of our least favorite things. Why don't you kick us off on this round? Well, uh, I I don't have a lot, but the first one I do have is a repeat from last season. Which is? Not enough Twilight. 
I thought we had much more Twilight in in, in good quantities this I season. I don't think we had enough Twilight specific development. Hmm. Like, yeah, she like honestly, once she stops doing the lessons, things stop being about her, which I'm fine with from an overall stel- storytelling point of view. But she didn't develop at all this season. She got we had the first we had the opener, which was a two parter. That's not really about her. That's about all of them. She got less than zero, and it's about time. And she kind of, like, split Mystery on the Friendship Express. And then she got Canterlot Wedding. That was it, which is not a lot in 26 episodes. I will say everybody got one or two episodes, and then the whole crew got four or five. Yeah, but I would have liked to see a little more focus on her, because especially since we did not get that at all last season. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think about that, but you are right that there's... There isn't a whole lot of development in the times that we do get with her. Yeah, I mean, well, that's not true. She does. She does have to learn not to sweat the small stuff and not to worry. You know, she can't get a lesson to Princess Celestia. I mean, I mean they're good, and I, I do really like. And I'll, I'll get to this a little bit more later. But I like. I do like that she stopped doing the lessons. I like that. Um, but part of them stopping that was that they stopped focusing. Like she's. She becomes a background pony for a lot of things. That's okay. I think that was a mistake. Mm, I think we needed to develop the other ponies some. A little, yes, but you could have done that with her involved as well. All right. Well, I'm going to give my first. Okay. The songs. Your least favorite? Now, let me let me say there are a couple of songs here that are amazing. Mm-hmm. Super speedy cider squeezy six thousand. Okay. The Fluttershy Pet song is good, but mm-hmm. if you really go and listen to some of these songs, like the Pinkie Pie friendship song with uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, looking okay, at you Okay, I will there. agree with all the Pinkie song this season were horrible, because um, they were annoying. The Cutie Mark Crusader song for Hearts and Hooves Day, okay. which gave us our rando pony, don't get me wrong, but it's not good. No, it's not good. A lot of these songs felt like they were just shoehorned in. And they mm-hmm. eat up a lot of time in the episode. Hmm. If you really start to think about them, it's like, I, I don't think other than Super Speedy Cider Squeezy. The but... Super Speedy one was was the biggest production that they did. Exactly. Similar to uh, at the gala of the best night ever and uh, winter wrap up. And let me say Those too. The, full on production. The Canterlot episode, the song uh-huh. and the last part of that. I'm just like, I why is this here? Now, well, some of that was that entire episode, just like, well, we had that was better than the, my best big brother, best friend song. My big brother, brother be- best friend forever. Like, that song is horrible. I, but I the, like the ending song is kind of cute because it takes you out of the episode. Like, I can I can let that one go. But I really hate when Pinkie Pie is singing that oink, that wiggle your tail, oink, oink, oink song to the babies and baby cakes. That song's horrible uh, and annoying and serves no purpose, really. There there were just a lot of that. And I, I, I don't disagree. I'm, I'm hoping that as they get into the next few seasons, when they use songs, they make sure they're using them for the story. Okay. To help make things work. Okay. Well, my next one is the villains. I did not like the villains this season. And I don't like them because they use them poorly. Even Discord? I like Discord a lot. I know he comes back. Why did he not come back more this season? 
why don't we get any rumblings about him? Why don't we have any re- these some references back to him? Like something goes amiss. Is that Discord again? No. Okay. Okay. No, he's still in the statue. Okay. We're good. Just something like that. But then the other problem is the very end of the season, we get a changeling. What the hell's a changeling? Why haven't we heard about what they are before we get to one? Yeah, that's not great. So I think they screwed up the villains. The villains themselves are good, but how they used them was bad. Well, Discord, I mean, at the end of that episode, it's wrapped up that Discord is in stone. No, I get all that. And I could see. that's good. I could see them thinking, okay, this is a one-time villain that we're bringing in. Mm -hmm. He's real fun. And that's it. That's the end of the storyline. Well, I, I guess they knew, they didn't know if John Delancey was going to be willing to come back or do more. I get that vibe with the episode but, as that is written. But it's almost like they forgot they went through all of this. And why didn't we make any reference back to him? Like when something goes a little amiss, it's like, that better not be Discord. We ain't playing that game again. Just some sort of callback would have been good. Yeah, that, that would have been good in forward thinking. Mm-hmm. I just... Who knows? Who knows what they were what they were in mind when they had that. And then the changeling thing. They, I mean, we just should have had a little bit more introduction to what they could be, or you know, vill- You know, Twilight could be reading about villains and you know, bad people or whatever. Well, that. then let me lead that into my second one, which is the entire finale. Oh, okay. This should have been one episode. This was two episodes that had way too much filler. The Cadence song mm-hmm. downstairs, which was nice. It was a nice song. It was the best written song in the entire thing. But there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. It's just like, I don't care. We've reiterated like four different times who Cadence is. And we have to redo it at the beginning of the second episode. Yes. We have all this exposition. We have to see shining armor fading like five different times when we only need to see it two or three. This should have been an extended single episode as opposed to a two-parter. Right? Yeah. And because that wasn't tight, that's why the changeling thing is so galling too. That just adds to it that we had a villain that we had no explanation for. Well, and also we get the whole... There's been a threat made against Pony or Equestria or Cantalot, whatever. What the fuck does that mean? They never explain that either. Well, all we see, all we see representing that are Celestia and Luna watching at the watchtower. Yeah. And that's just them raising the sun and the moon. It's a lazy episode. It really was. For a lot of production, it was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't, I don't, I wouldn't say it was like bad. It was still solidly entertaining, mm-hmm. but it wasn't their best effort. Mm. And a little sloppy. By the way, might mention, these are little gripes. Oh, yeah. Much, much less intense than some of the stuff we had to say the last time around. True. Well, speaking of our last time around, uh-huh. um, I didn't have any additional, so I thought we'd look back at what we complained about last season. Okay, well, let's hear that before I get to my last one. Okay, well, my first one, well, we already talked about, you know, not enough Twilight. That was a complaint I had last season. Right. It's still a complaint this season, so they didn't fix that. Uh, Cutie Mark Crusaders. I hated them last season. And? This season, I don't hate them as much. They used them better. They did. They didn't make it all about them as a as a, a trio, with the exception of Ponyville Confidential, but that one worked better. They rotated them as individual focus, mm-hmm. focuses of the episodes until Ponyville Confidential, mm-hmm. when they used them as a cohesive unit. Which made sense, and it was great. And then they also you had them play off of the main six in a more prominent way. 
All right. Now, what's your last one? My last one is that something that I don't think happened as much last time, the standalone episodes from this season Mm -hmm. that don't provide some deeper understanding of Ponyville Mm -hmm. or Equestria or some exploration of a new place don't provide any depth. And if I'm given a real good example of this, the friendship episode with Yankee Doodle Donkey. Oh, yeah, that one was stupid. Like... Like, they they could have done that one better. They could have done that stuff better. But in reality, there were a lot of those types of episodes this season. Hmm. There was that. There's the Dragon Quest episode with Spike. There's these one-offs where we feel like... And maybe what this is really a byproduct of is they were trying to give each pony their own set time Mm -hmm. to have their episodes. And when they did that, there were some filler that got thrown in there. That's fair. Uh, I I could see that. But regardless, if you're going to do those Mm one-offs, it's fine. But they've got to tie back into the larger picture of the whole thing and give us something new to chew on. Like the last roundup gives us something interesting because we get to go explore a new part of Equestria and it's a huge moment of depth for Applejack. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have this weird side quest. Yeah, which... we, get to, we get to go outside of our normal Canterlot or Ponyville just a little bit and still have character growth and have silly things and then come back. And let's be fair. That's kind of what all of these episodes are. Yes. <laughs> they sort of exist in their own thing. But and yeah. okay. I, I just, there were lots of episodes that felt real shallow. You just, you, yeah, the filler episodes. And Too I, much filler. I, I think that's right. There was filler. Hmm. There's a lot of filler for the 26th that we had here. That's, I think it's fair. Hmm. Well, one of the things I complained about last season, they fixed this season. And it is one of my favorite things. Well, let's get into favorite things. All right. My complaint last season, we we didn't like how they had to tie everything up in a bow and give us the whole lesson. Like, they'd explain it, and then we'd have the dear Princess Celestia again. Like, this is repetitive and dumb. I hate that. They fixed that this season. Heck they, yeah, they did. They fixed it with episode three. Twilight is panicking about not having a lesson, and Princess Celestia's like, okay, you know what? I want you all to write to me only when you have a lesson. So she fixed it. So now we have everybody writing to Celestia, but we also have no letters going to Celestia. We have a, I didn't learn anything <laughs> to Celestia. And I like that. We got away from the, from the redundancy. The, the writers clearly recognized they'd written themselves into a hole mm-hmm. with a show. And they wrote their way out. They wrote their way out of that hole and figured out, okay, now we're free. We're still going to have a lesson mm-hmm. because it, there is We've an educational component. Someone still states it, but it doesn't always have to be in that format. Exactly. Like, I love I lo- the Rainbow Dash episode. Read it and weep is a great example. Uh, Twilight explains to her, you know, it, you know, it doesn't have to be, you can be other things and all ponies can enjoy reading. And she's like, that was a great lesson. Spike, did you get that? And he's like, yeah, okay, write a letter. I got some reading to do. Yep. Like, and that's the whole thing. That's great. That's exactly there. And that was in my list. Huh, great. All right. So what is, what is another thing on your favorite things list? Well, this will be my first one because I have three. Okay. I have three. Depth of characters. Okay. Even when they're not the central focus. Oh, such as? Can you provide me an example? Well, we talked about Fluttershy from May the Best Pet Win. Okay. Yeah. 
that's a really great example of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just these little moments. I think what the depth is, is that you get to see the characters in their element Mm -hmm. when it's not, when they're, even when they're not always the focus of things. You Mm -hmm. know, a lot of the rarity stuff that happened this season was really interesting because she's a side character in a lot of these things. Yes. But like with the dragon, with the dragon Mm -hmm. migration going on, she's like, am I not the best dressed person? (laughs) Yeah, that was very funny. Um, Well, and also with The Secret of My Excess, you know, we have the whole thing with her, uh, you know, Spike gives her his heart ruby and she turns it into a necklace. Like she values it. She doesn't just like break it apart or, or add it to a costume. Like she like makes it a really big deal. And that is not her episode at all. No. And then, you know, Spike starts telling her that he likes her and she's just like, no, it's okay. Like, let's not do this. Just like Twilight with the, uh, in the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. That's a Luna episode. Yeah. I mean, it's not about Twilight. Twilight is the character helping Luna rehabilitate Mm -hmm. herself. Yeah. So there was a whole bunch of that where they were, they were growing every character all at the same time and trying to build, build on their characters throughout the different episodes. So that kind of goes against where we said that there were a lot of filler, but there was a lot more of those little moments. Yeah. And that's really what I mean, because there was a lot of filler in certain episodes. And like I say, there were certain episodes I... I never felt like there was a bunch of filler in the first season. Okay. I thought things were weak. Okay. And maybe weakly written, but I felt like those episodes were still important to the through line. It's just those two statements are a little contradictory, so I wanted to make sure we clarify that. Right. It's it's that we had filler episodes. Yes. In the episodes that weren't filler, we had a whole lot of richness that we were building on. Okay. And that didn't always happen in the first season. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, my second one was actually... The songs, <laughs> but sp- specifically the super speedy cider speedy six thousand. I think that is just really one of their their best moments of the whole season. Winter wrap up is great. At the gala is great. Yeah, that's light years ahead of it. Yes, this is an amazing song. I they should be very proud, and this is a benchmark for all future songs. It, it, like, it, this is the best song they've done, and I love it. In and four, I sing it in my head a lot. <laughs> and in four minutes, they explain everything you need to know about those two characters, what the next part of the plot device is, mm-hmm. and how the central conflict of the episode is going to happen. Yep. All and, in that one and song. And that's what a song, that's what a musical, and especially in this world, should do. Now, to be fair, it is a Music Man style song, so they get to just patter through the whole thing and talk about and everything. That's fine. The plot, that's fine. Which is the perfect device to do but that. They used it well. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, you can imi- imitate whatever you want, but do it well, and nobody cares. Well, because it's hilarious. And you enjoy it exactly. You enjoy it when and you do it well. Especially hilarious when it happens to be ponies doing it. Yeah, ponies are great. So yeah, that was my second one. My second favorite thing. My second one is everything felt tighter, snappier. They had a direction. Every every episode, even the filler episodes, I'll go ahead and say that. I felt like the 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 character and the and the through line of the entire arc mm-hmm. got neglected in those episodes, but even those episodes were still snappy, on point. Mm-hmm. All the beats were hitting. You know, okay. Yankee Doodle Donkey is kind of a boring episode, but I won't say that it doesn't move. True. And every episode just felt like, all right, it's moving. It's going. We found ourselves so much more often having to slow down, stop, 
catch up with our notes because so, so much, much is going happening. on mm-hmm. and they weren't afraid to rely on visual cues for that. It's, it's an animation show and you can't be afraid to use the visual apparatus you have. You've got a cartoon world. Oh, so yeah. you can do whatever you want with it, which means you can keep driving the story without having to use lines and you can do it in a split second. True. And they did that. Just, it makes our job harder, but it's very good. No, it, it just, every everything feels crisp and cleaner than what they were doing before. Hmm. It's my, I, my last one. I only did three. Uh, my last one was the world building. We got a lot of lore. Uh, we got, uh, with Family Appreciation Day, we got the founding of Ponyville. Yep. We got, and all the Zap Apple craziness. And we got the entire history of Equestria and Hearthswarming Eve. We did, like, of, of all of the ponies. And then, on top of that, then we get to, we find out how the rain works. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with Hurricane Fluttershy. It's like, we got all of this information. And that's really important. Oh, yeah. And we, we went to all sorts of new places. We, we... We went to App. No, that wasn't. That was last season. We went to Appaloosa, but we went back to Appaloosa and further past. Yeah, and we went deep. We went further into Canterlot we, yeah, than we what we had seen before. Canterlot. We weren't uh, just at the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we. You're right. There's so much new. There's so many new places mm-hmm. and new people and new sets of people that we see. We even got into the. I mean. Ponyville Confidential. Mm-hmm. We see the school and the mechanics in the school. The that school are going has on. a basement. Yeah, yeah, with a bunch of printer ponies. Yep, they're not printer pony. They're little fillies. And truffle shuffle. Truffle shuffle with his fez. <laughs> All right. Well, my last one. It's the gags. Every episode, there was at least one or two jokes and gags that just landed perfectly. There was always something to just laugh hysterically at. For example, okay, let's talk about our weakest episodes. Okay. Yankee Doodle Donkey. Pinkie Pie singing all these crazy songs and badgering him and badgering him, badgering him, badgering him, mm-hmm. knocking on the door and slamming down like a horror movie. True. Hilarious. Or let's take the, we talked about Dragon Quest, both the trench that they dig for the dragons with all the camo. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Or, or the, the or the, the fake dragon the fake that dragon. they're all in. Or we we said the line where they're you know, where they're all gonna go after him. Every episode had at least had at least one or two good one lines. or two just perfect sight gags. Okay. I always found myself giggling at something in one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. They did a somehow they punched up the comedy. They definitely leveled up the season. I mean Despite our complaints, there's just so much to really enjoy this season. When we first started talking about it, I didn't have weak parts. Mm-hmm. I had to go, like, dig through the episodes a little bit to start going, oh, wait, okay, that was that mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah, maybe that. Like, these are these are kind of harder things to suss out. Yeah, I mean, it w- there wasn't anything as, I mean, first season it was like, these are the obvious things we don't like. And this season it was like, okay, they improved some of them. Did you have a favorite episode this season? That's put me on the spot a little bit. I wrote two. You go first, and we'll see where I land. Okay, well, my first is episode 15. Super Speedy Satter Squeezy 6000. Okay, that's fair. It's just great. It's great from top to bottom. I love the stuff with Rainbow Dash at the beginning. Come on, Fluttershy, we have to go! Yeah. Uh, Pinkie Pie being the first in line, Um, you know... Uh, is it can honorary family members join in? I'd be honored. You know, just all of that stuff, you know, just apart from the song is lovely. really good. Horrid, horrid, lovely. 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 <laughs> it's just, 
It's a, it's got some great features for everybody in the crew, and it's a great story. And they add that song. It's a winner. Yeah, it's yeah. Winner. I'll I'll take that. And then I really really love putting her hook down. It's just <laughs> so funny. It's really well written. It cracks me. It just cracks me up. All right, let me give an honorable mention to It's About Time. Okay. I was thinking that might be my one. I don't think it quite gets there, but it's definitely the best Twilight episode. Um, and it's the best Twilight moment for me of the whole okay. thing. I feel like it's just a little bit stronger than Lesson Zero. And I felt like one of those two was going to be clearly her well, benchmark. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the last roundup. Okay. I think it's just as stem to stern good. You know, we've got the hilariousness, you know, we've got the screw you mayor adding this level of money onto <laughs> Applejack. Screw you mayor. And, you know. You know, we're going to start saying that every time we see Mayor Maine. And we screw see. Screw you mayor. F you mayor Maine. And then we see Big Mac cry. We see how much the Apple family cares about her. <laughs> but, you know, there's the I love Lucy moment. And then there's all the, there's also all the emotional guard stuff with Applejack. Mm -hmm. Like there's plenty of gags, but it's a really deep episode and it's really profound how deeply Applejack was affected by yeah. this thing. Because at the end of that episode, it, it gets rough for yeah. her and she's got to, she's got to admit to some really hard feelings about mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I think it's funny is that the middle part of the season was their strongest Oh, yeah. Their opener and their ender sucked. But that middle was pretty solid. Because that's, uh, last round is episode 14, and my favorite is 15. Yep. And, you know, putting your hoof down is 19. They had a really solid middle. They built on what they had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's your favorite pony of the main six? Who's your favorite pony this season? It's got to be Twilight Sparkle. Look, contrary to what you say, I think she really did grow a lot. Okay. Even in the episodes where she's not the focus. I felt like I got a whole bunch more about Twilight, hmm. even in just little passing moments, like the love potion. When she just runs into the girls, it was like, oh, it just happened to be reading a love potion book. Here you go. Not knowing <laughs> the supposed. consequences it was about to wreak. <laughs> yeah. When she runs into Pinkie Pie when she's taking care of the babies and then just steps her hoof right into that mess. Yeah. And mystery on the Ponyville Express. Like, yes. That's a great little Twilight episode where she's like... Well, she split that with Pinky. I know, but it's like, oh, why are mm -hmm. you saying all of this? You're so wrong. I I think we see a whole bunch more about Twilight's character and all that stuff. And yeah. so I, I got to pick her. Okay. Mine is Rainbow Dash. I felt a similar growth in her. We see her being more gentle with Fluttershy. We see, you know, she picks a pet, which is a complete opposite of what she you would expect from Rainbow Dash. She's got a turtle. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, but it's a turtle who who would help her through yep. thick and thin. Yep. He's cool. He's like 20% cooler. Because uh, most of all, most valuable to, to her of all things is loyalty. Yep. Um, and she learned to love reading and be okay with that. And so I... And and also during uh, Hurricane Fluttershy, you know, she stops caring about the contest and focuses on the task at hand. And I think previous Rainbow Dash wouldn't have done that. Been like, no, everybody's got to do this. We we gotta win. And it's like, no, we don't have to win. We have to get this done. That's that's def. You make a really good case for her for sure. So I I I really and I'm I'm I've never been like a huge. It's all about Rainbow Dash. Which is like everybody's favorite. 
that I really like. I really liked her this season. She's kick ass. Yeah. Oh, there's I, nothing wrong with Rainbow Dash at all. Yeah. Oh, and I love. <laughs> I did really love during Ponyville Confidential. Like she puts the cloud over the girls and she kicks it and it starts raining on. <laughs> like there were more of the weather gags for her, and I thought that was so funny. Yeah. And it, and just fun. It just. I liked Rainbow Dash the best this season. All right. Mm-hmm. Now we've gotten to what we're really here for. Okay. The most important part of this whole thing. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, all this stuff that we've talked about this season, yeah, it might be interesting conversation, but who cares? There is only one thing that matters in the universe. And what is that? Rando ponies. Oh, yeah, that thing I focus way too much energy on. <laughs> I do, guys. I mean, like, I really, really go all in on this. It's a problem. It's only a problem when I'm having trouble finding one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, who is that? What? No, I can't. No, it's not. Can't be. Can't be that. I don't have one. Okay. So last year, I think we each had like top three. Yeah, we did. Do you have multiples this year? I, I have three. Yes, I have three. I have three. Okay. Starting at number three. Mm-hmm. Let me go so and so. That's my number two from episode twelve. So cute. That's Granny Smith's mom making some. Angry faces Angry at Granny's faces. Granny Smith's dad. Yep. Why are you looking at her like that? No. Nah, I got to be fair to him. All right, Pokey Oaks. It's yep. Princess freaking Celestia. I mean, she's beautiful, beautiful alicorn. And he's so. in, and she's royalty. She's incredibly powerful. Correct. Like I, I can't, I can't be shocked by him making some googly eyes for a second. True. I mean, he's starstruck. It's probably no. That's gonna. She just reminded him. Hey, you married to me. Yep. All right, who's your number three? My number three is from episode two, Coco Crusoe. Oh. That is the pony that kind of comes across the screen, like crawls across the screen upside down. Yeah, I thought it was fun, but eh. It just cracks me up. It just cracks me up. That's why I like him. Well, we know you're number two. Mm-hmm. Then for me, it's going to be Rainbow Swoop. Oh, okay. From Hearts for Me Eve. Eating his hat. Oh, eating the hat is great. So funny. Mm-hmm. I think we know who our number one is. Oh, really? Are you going to shock me here? Oh, well, it's your, it's your number one versus my number one. I kind of, I think I know who yours is. All right, counting down from three. Are you're, you ready? No, well, I'm going to guess yours. No, no, no. We're going to, we're going to say it at the same time on three. Okay. Three, two, one. Lady the Latrotsky ponies. No, <laughs> town council. The town council. It cracks me up. <laughs> it just does. I am a sucker for a pun. A good pun. A funny, like, appropriate name for something. Ask anybody who knows me. They know, I'm a, My nail polish right now is a color based I picked almost purely on its name. Like, it's just, it cracks me up. And give us those name puns again. Lady Justice. Uh-huh. And Tall Order. And Mayor Maine. Well, she's a I know part, she's, she's not a rando like, pony, but she's the in the town line. town council. And it just cracks me up. Okay. I knew you were going to pick the Lebowski pony. Well, of course. I thought you were too. I can't understand why you didn't. Besides, there's plenty of puns there as well. True. Jeff Latrotsky? Of course. Jesus Pezuna, which yeah. is an A plus level pun. Oh, it's pun perfect. There. It's perfect. I like, love they gave the pony a hairnet. It's, it's, it's awesome. And they're just right there. Mm-hmm. And it's a bowling alley. I think Walter's the best one of all of them because that if ever there was a pony that looked like a person. It's Walter, Walter Subcheck, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. It's that one. Except the pony's name is just Walter. Yeah, it's just Walter. Because, of course. I get no. you. I get you too. No, it's gr- it's great. <laughs> They're adorable, but 
just the town council makes me laugh. I I think what part of it is that the Lebowski ponies pull me out of Ponyville. They pull uh, they me don't out pull of the show. Oh, it's great. I love it. Um, and I know we're gonna see some other homages later. I'm super excited to see them. But this one is just like it's just it just tickles me. It's oh, so much fun. Yep, I do love my rando ponies. <laughs> um, if you ever want to see it, all the ponies we've done so far for season one and two, they do have their own separate tabs on the website, MacintoshandMod.com. I keep about a big long list because I don't want to duplicate. Never. I know the internet will let me know if I do. If I make a mistake, <laughs> I, we will fix it. So yeah, season two. That's it. We made it. We made it all the way to season two. Yeah. We've done 52 episodes. 52 episodes of My Little Pony. I know. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to see you next time with season three. Episode one. All right. Until next time, ponies. Bye. That's it for this episode. Please take a moment to review and rate us on iTunes. And for questions and comments, drop us an email at macintoshandmod at gmail.com.